Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 17, episode 17 of season two. Uh, listen, if you haven't checked out uh, uh, some of the season one episodes, uh, lots of really great passages there for you to dig in. Go back through the Rolodex of all the different podcasts, all the different passages that we've gone through. Uh, and check them out. Uh, I would love if you could share some of those with your friends. I have this really cool idea of going, hey, uh, a group of us are getting together, listen to this podcast, and and then let's discuss it as friends. That would be so cool. That would mean that we're not just taking one podcast or one passage and just leaving it as a podcast. We're actually taking the next step, and we're inviting our other people into it, inviting ourselves into it, learning and growing together. I think that would be so cool. I would love if some of you would actually do that. I think it could be a new way uh, of kind of learning together, growing together. Uh, When I grew up, uh, we always had this, like, it's my personal relationship with Jesus Christ, which is true. But it was all about me and, and me growing and me getting better. And I think, yes, absolutely. But we are a part of a body, uh, a body of Christ, uh, Paul says. And um, a, a part of being in a body is that what happens to you impacts other people. So, yes, it is your personal relationship with Jesus. But it's so cool when the body of Christ comes together, learns together, grows together. So I always love when like, hey, I heard a passage or I heard a podcast and it just rocked my world. I'd like to share that with you because it encouraged me. I think it would encourage you. And maybe we can get together and talk about it. That is when the word just becomes alive one to me. But now I've, I've introduced or brought other persons or other people into that discussion uh, with me. I think that would be really cool. Anyway, hope you're having a great day, afternoon, morning, wherever you are uh, on the road, going for a jog, getting the kids in the car. Hope you're doing great. Thanks for joining back in. James 4 chapter 10. Here's the great thing about this passage. I woke up this morning with this passage on my brain and I immediately sat down and said, I have got to work through this. It's always cool when you get woken up with a verse. I had to go look it up because I couldn't remember where it was, but it is James 4 chapter 10 and it says this, before the Lord and he will exalt you. Um, as I've said many times on this podcast, I've been in counseling now for a, a couple years, almost three years. Actually, it'll be three years, I think, in May. So uh, I've been on this counseling journey. And one of the things about on uh, my counseling journey or your counseling journey, as you get started, one of the things I'm always trying to help people with is like the first six months um, are like this very eye-opening experience. You're like, whoa, you start learning all this stuff about yourself. And you get to a point and you're like, I think I'm pretty good. Like I remember talking to my, my counselor and just being like, I think, I, I think I, I'm pretty good. You know, do you think maybe I should go down to one time or two time uh, a month? Or what do you think? And he was like, nah, I think we'll keep meeting. So I always say this. I always say when, you've be, when you believe that you've got it is when you've just begun. And that's usually, I mean, it depends on the person, but I think it takes a minute. And I happen to be especially stubborn. And so it, it took me about six months uh, to where I came to a place where I'm like, wow, I'm learning so many things right now. And one of the things that I went through in the, in the kind of the early stages of that counseling was just overwhelming um, sadness, overwhelming grief and guilt, uh, and, and mainly because 
I started becoming really humbled. Um, I really saw like I, I was unpacking all the stuff from my past, all the trauma that kind of I've gone through, that maybe Patty and I've gone through, that our family's gone through. And I started seeing the way I had hurt my family, not realizing like I, I, I wasn't trying to do it. Like I wasn't trying to hurt my family. I just didn't even see it. I wasn't aware of it. And I became aware of it in that first little bit of counseling, like, Oh my gosh. I remember just sitting on the front porch with Patty going, I, I can't even believe you stayed with me. Right. And, and a lot of it was like, it, you know, it was, it's it, no infidelity, you know, nothing like that, but just like a workaholic, like gone all the time, trying to live out this dream, trying to become a somebody. And I realized how that had impacted my family. I realized how that had impacted my wife, but I never saw it. But what it did for me is it created an unbelievable amount of brokenness, an unbelievable amount of brokenness in my life. And I started to the started the process of becoming really humble. I started realizing like, wow, in a lot of different circles, I want to be the main person in the room. I want to be the one talking. I want to be the one with all the ideas. I want affirmation. I want to be alpha dog wherever I go. You know, I, I started realizing some of that stuff and I never perceived myself as that way. I think what James is trying to do, and by the way, if you want to dig into a book of the Bible that's just going to kind of go right after you, I love the book of James. And a part of the reason why I love the book of James is he's not, he's, he's not going to pull any punches. He's, uh, James is the, the brother of Jesus, and uh, he's going to go right after the issues. He's going to come right after us. He's the, he's the one that goes, faith without works is dead. So if you want to know what's going on in your life, faith without works is is dead. So he's, um, he's very action oriented. He's trying to help kind of rattle the church, wake them up and go, Hey, this is a big deal. There's a bunch of stuff going on. And he's talking to kind of those first generation, second generation Christians, and he's trying to shake them a bit and help them understand how important it is to live for Jesus, how important it is to live out this Christian faith. So a lot of the truth that he's bringing throughout uh, this short little book is kind of going, wake up, pay attention. And so in this particular passage, he's going through a list of things, but he's all, he, he kind of lands this section by saying this, humble yourselves before the Lord and he uh, will exalt you. So I started thinking through that this morning started really trying to process through that. And what I realized, at least for me, is that as it relates to being humble, uh, I started thinking like, listen, uh, humility uh, and humbling yourself is a day-to-day process. It's not a destination, right? It is a journey, right? It's not a place that you just show up to and you go, oh my gosh, it's finally done. It is an everyday and and honestly, moment to moment reality, situation after situation uh, that we find ourselves in where we have to be humble and we have to move and be aware of the fact that, oh my gosh, I think I'm living in pride. I think that's why I reacted that way. Uh, By the way, uh, this is a great self-talk is a really helpful tool in your journey of learning how to become humble. And self-talk looks like this. You don't have to talk out loud. It goes something like this. Why did I say that? Did I say that because I was trying to get a reaction? Oh, I think I was, right? Self-talk goes, man, 
I just said something really mean to that person. Why did I do that? Why did I sit? Why was I so crude there? Why was I so cruel there? You know, why? Why? And in that self-talk, it's that internal dialogue that's trying to connect with what the spirit of God is bringing through conviction. And it's trying to go, why did you do that? That's the process of humility, of humbling yourself, of humbling myself. But honestly, wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great if you you and I just woke up one day and we realized, oh my gosh, I'm humble. Yes, I did it. I accomplished humility. I made it. I did it. And then you're like, oh, crap. That's not a very humble thing to say. And you're like, oh, no, I'm, I ha- I'm set all the way back, right? You're like, ah, you see, it's really hard. Because the people go, I think I'm a humble person, right? I would love to, to say that. What I'm actually declaring is I'm just in a process of becoming humble humble. I'm aware of my depravity. I'm aware of the way I'm hurting people. And I'm trying to do my best to be humble in every situation I find myself because the honest truth is this. Humility is a very painful process, but it is the journey of a believer. If you consider yourself a believer in Jesus Christ, the painful journey that you are going to find yourself on in order to be like Jesus is humility. And humility is painful. It's constantly reminding you, you are not the main event. You are are not the main attraction. If you think about uh, Jesus's words where he boils down all the commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart more, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and love others as you love yourself, love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? This is a, I have to make myself less to see other people, to see God in what he's doing. It's a constant process, a perpetual process for those of you who are genuinely following after Jesus. And this is what James, the brother of Jesus, uh, is trying to get after. And this is why he's so honest. It's why he's so straightforward. It's why he's not mincing words. Isn't it nice to have somebody who's really honest in your life? Like, it's one of the things I really love about my wife. It's painful and difficult, but Patty, my wife, does not mince words. She gets right to the point. I, I've always said one of the beautiful gifts that my wife offers me is that I never have to guess. I never have to guess how she's feeling. I never have to guess what she's thinking. Uh, She won't say it if she doesn't want to say it. But if she says it, she means it. It's 100% real. This is James. He's presenting very straightforward truths to you and I and to the early church. And he's going like this. Y'all need to humble yourself before the Lord. You need to humble yourself before the Lord. This is why so many things are going astray. But so often, what James is trying to help us understand is this. So often we want exaltation, right? He's like, he ends the passage by talking about exaltation, about that the Lord will exalt you. So often we want exaltation without sanctification, right? And if you remember that sanctification is the process in which we become like Jesus, Right? Sanctification is this humble process of becoming like Jesus. You know, it's the place 
where we wash our followers' feet. If you remember what Jesus does there, he washes his disciples' feet. The God of the universe takes his creation into his hands and he washes their feet. It's the place where we stand before the Sanhedrin and, and being wrongly accused, and we don't say a word. I, I've always found that moment of Jesus just I, mind-blowing to him. Everything about that moment before they send him to the cross, send him to be flogged, everything about that moment is wrong. It's sinful of what they've done. They brought false accusers like they had them. They, they lied. And Jesus remains quiet. It's unbelievable to me. It's what we're being called into. It's the place where we learn to forgive when they know not what they do. If you remember Jesus on the cross, hands extended. Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. I mean, that's a mind-blowing model for you and I to really learn from. It's you and I in a very practical way every day dying to ourselves, right? Every single day going, you know what? I'm going to do the dishes for my wife because she loves that, right? I'm going to, I'm going to spend that special time with my kids instead of watching TV because that's what they need, right? I'm going to not uh, say things in that meeting. I'm going to let this other person who's really kind of a couple levels, uh, if you will, below me because I don't even care about structures. I don't even care about hierarchy. I care that they feel valued. They feel loved. And I love seeing them get the credit for something that I did, right? How many of us want to go, I did that. I was the one who came up with that awesome idea. I feel it in me, don't you? Sometimes James is like, humble yourself. Look to Jesus. Look at what Jesus does. How about this one? How about as you walking into Starbucks, opening the door for somebody else? How about letting them go in line in front of you? How about letting that guy who's merging, you know, on the highway, that dude who's always trying to merge in at the last minute, why fight him? Let him go. Humble yourself. The way that Jesus has humbled, um, hi, humbled himself. You see, this is what it looks like to become and live like Jesus in the pursuit of seeking after humility. This is what he's calling you and I into. This is what James is trying to get us to. He's like, look, you want to move past the sanctification to get to the exaltation. It doesn't work that way. You got to go through that sanctification process, that humility process to become like Jesus. And when you do that, now we're moving into that process of exaltation. You see, humility is a daily denial of self to become like Jesus. Humility is a daily denial of self to become like Jesus. So the natural question that comes out of this is, Where do you need humility most in your life? Where do you need humility most in your life? I mean, really, just take a minute after you are done with this podcast and just take a minute and go, where where, where do I need that most in my life? So may we humble ourselves in order to find ourselves in you, O Heavenly Father. So take a breath, reflect and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next.